Howdy and welcome to the 10-Week Bible Study. This is week six, day two of our study of Galatians and Colossians. I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs, and today we're talking about Galatians 6, 7 through 10. Welcome back to the 10-Week Bible Study. Again, I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs. Would you join me as we pray before we start? Jesus, fill our hearts with the knowledge of you through your word today. We want to encounter you. In your name we pray. Amen. With that, let's jump into God's word. I'll be reading today from the NIV. This is Galatians 6, verse, starting in verse 7. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. Man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh, from the flesh they will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit, from the Spirit will reap eternal life. <clears throat> this is, again, uh, our last chapter here in Galatians. This is Paul's kind of final words to the church of Galatia. This is where in every one of his letters, he kind of, it's a grab bag of just the final things that he's throwing at them, right? There's almost proverbial in nature at times. And he's, he's just, he's just trying to pop in as much as he possibly can. And so a lot of times the, the last chapter of every one of Paul's epistles, the way that the people did the chapters, it's, it's where the grab bag of, of little popcorn things that Paul's throwing out, that's where they are. And that's what this is, right? Paul's going from one thing to another. And we'll see that as we finish this chapter out. And so Paul's saying, don't, don't be deceived. Listen, God cannot be mocked. And this is an interesting statement. There's going to be several very interesting statements in this chapter. The way Paul phrases things already have been, I think. <clears throat> God cannot be mocked. And, and this idea of you're going to reap what you sow, it's an interesting thing to say that God can't be mocked when it comes to this, right? But I, I think the idea is <clears throat> that if we if we think that we're going to please the flesh, we're going to do all these things that please the flesh. And there's, again, it's going back to the people and Paul has dealt with this in other epistles. So this is something that's going around saying, Hey, I'm free, right? You told me I'm free for freedom's sake. So I'm just going to live however I want to. I'm going to do all of these things because I like them and they feel good. And I'm just going to do all that kind of stuff. And Paul's saying, listen, you, you can't mock God. It doesn't work that way. You don't get to claim the freedom and liberty of Jesus and then go live like hell, is what so many preachers have said through the years, right? You can't do that. You can't have one foot in hell and one foot in heaven and, and try and combine the two. It doesn't work. You can't. That's mocking God. You can't do it. You're going to reap what you sow. If you, if, you, if you are sowing the activities of the flesh to please the flesh, you're going to reap destruction. It doesn't work any other way. You can't please the flesh and then reap a spiritual harvest. You can't do it. It doesn't work. Don't convince yourself otherwise. That's the, the, the God mocking that's going on there. But right, if we, if we sow a life of living in the spirit, we're going to inherit eternal life. That's the thing that Paul's already said. He's like, you live according to the works of the flesh. You can't inherit eternal life. You do this kind of stuff. It doesn't comport. You can't have the two. You can't have a foot in both camps. Don't try. Verse nine. Let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. This is so powerful for us. 
burnout within Christian ministry and circles, it's so huge. People burn out, they, they spin up, they do all of this stuff, and then they just kind of like, ah, I don't want to do it anymore, and they just they wash out and they disappear. Burnout's a real thing. I think one of the ways that we avoid burnout is by doing exactly what Jesus said in the order that he said. What's the, the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And he says, the second commandment is like it, to love others as yourself. Right? But very often we try to put the, we get those out of order. We try to love others as ourselves. And then if we have a little bit extra time, we love the Lord our God if, you know, as best we can, right? And, the, and you, you get those things out of order and it's going to burn you out. Because if you put people first, people are sinful. They're bad. They'll... Man, they will like rip your heart out and grill it up on, you know, and serve it to you on a platter. I mean, people, I'm not saying that like <clears throat> everyone in your life is not trustworthy or you, sh- you know, you should be cynical. But I mean, people are people. We, we just who we are and we're sinful. And even if we're Christians, we're trying to be sanctified and we're growing them, but we're still going to stumble and fall. And we're sinful. And if you do the second one first, you do the second commandment, you're trying to love people and then make a little room for loving God, it will destroy you. It will burn you out. But if you love the Lord, your God, with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength, you make that the first thing. Make the first commandment the first thing in your life. <clears throat> it's so much hard, harder to become weary in doing good for other people. It's so much harder because then your motivations aren't to get the praise of people and to have people like you and pay you back. It's you're actually doing it because it's the thing that you see Jesus do. It's the way Jesus lived his life, right? He said, I don't do my own works. I do the works that I see my father doing. And in getting these two commandments in the right place, we're not doing stuff to please ourselves or to, to make people feel better about themselves. We're doing the works that we see Jesus doing. The Holy Spirit leads us into those. It's much harder to burn out. So don't do weary. Hang in there. Keep going. And if you feel that burnout, evaluate whether or not have you put the cart before the horse? Have you got the second commandment in the first place? That's most often the way that that we find ourselves in that that burnout season. Verse 10. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially those who belong to the family of believers. Obviously, if you're going to do good things for people, do good things for people. And I mean, like, have preference for the people that love God, but not only do good things for the people that love God, but definitely show preference. If you're going to do good things, do it for them first, and then let it spill out into people that don't know the Lord yet. And that's, that's really how Christians have lived for a couple thousand years now is that we show the world that we are followers of Jesus by our love for one another. Our love for one another, our love for, for people in the church should overflow into the world. They'll see how we love one another. They'll see how we live. And that spills out over into them. For the 10-week Bible study, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and I can't wait to see you next time.
Hey, thanks for tuning into the 10-Week Bible Study Podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you consider leaving a review for it on your podcast app of choice? It really helps other people find out about this podcast, and my heart is for people to fall in love with God's Word. Thank you.